This episode of The Broken Cork is brought to you by Beverage Bar, serving the Tri-State with four convenient locations. Come in and let our knowledgeable staff help you find that perfect bottle to make you the talk of the party or to create a special moment with family and friends. Cheers. With a lengthy road trip behind us and All Hallows' Eve ahead of us, the Broken Cork reconvenes in the studio. I'm Dan. I'm Aaron. I'm Michael. I'm Jake. Tonight, uh, we are getting close to that time of year where we uh, get to honor those people who have uh, served in the armed forces. And um, so today for veterans, or in honor of Veterans Day, um, if you have served in the armed forces, whether it be the Army, the Navy, the Coast Guard, uh, the Air Force, or the Marines, or any branch that I did forget. Or the Space Force. Don't forget the Space, Space Force. Force. <laughs> We, we salute you and we thank you for your service, um, for allowing us to have the freedom to do what we do. So uh, to all the veterans out there, cheers. 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 That was a crisp click, boys. Ooh, yeah. That also explains the uh, thanks for what you do, Mission Barbecue cups in front of us. Hey, shout not, out Mission not, Barbecue. Yeah, not sponsored by Mission Barbecue, but Mission Barbecue, if you want to get with us. Absolutely. We'll drink Nothing more American than, you know... The military and bourbon. Come on. Absolutely. We'll drink not. bourbon out of your cups. <laughs> oh, boy. So, the 32 ounce cups? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just fill them up. That's so, your drink for the night. You better pick wisely. We'll use that Alabama white sauce as a, a shooter <laughs> as with a, our bourbon. Dude, don't yeah. even joke. I eat that on every white sauce. I eat that on fries all day. I went through half a bottle yesterday. I guarantee it on just my fries. Uh, when when you myself and Dave and everyone else goes, we usually go through a whole bottle of it. It's, it's delicious. I don't know, dude. It's good. I don't know what it is, but I don't care. It's Alabama white sauce. For I know it's Alabama. They put crack in there, make it addictive. There. <laughs> so just like a McDonald's Coke, a little bit of speed just to get you picked back up. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I know we all toast with the same thing usually, but I think today was a little bit different. What were we all toasting with tonight? Well, I had grabbed some of this. Um, Dickle, bottled and bond, George Dickel. Um, is it Flintstone Vitamins like everyone says it is? It's kind of close to it. Um, <laughs> it. It's definitely not what I'm used to as far as a Kentucky bourbon. And I'm not one of those snobs. Okay. Um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and I'm not one of those snobs. I just, it, it's lacking something for me. Um, it's, it's good. I never had it, so I thought, why not try it? I'm a huge George Dickel fan, and I agree completely with what you just said. And I'm drinking Old Granddad Bonded. Uh, it's a standard, really good, good one to start the palate off uh, for the night. Well, um, I am not a Dickel fan. I have come to uh, discover that through multiple <laughs> tastings of various Dickels. And we have a copper tongue up here on the shelf that I uh, I suppose I'm probably going to hate, too. But you know what? There's only one way to find We're going to give it its day in the sun eventually. And I'm probably going to... Eat my words. I might eat my words. You never know. But uh, I'm sipping on something from Texas here. We got Iron Root Harbinger uh, coming in at 127.4. That's a good one for the first drink of the night. Absolutely. (laughs) Jake, what are you drinking, buddy? I fresh cracked because it is Friday. Fresh cracked Friday. That's right. This is a barrel number two, so apparently they did two. It's a 1792 foolproof store pick. So this is a second barrel. It's 125 proof. But I worked up to it. I had a... a this and that here and there had a this and that a yeah actually i had a drink before this from like a, a buffet from a yeah exactly <laughs> you got to work your way up to the main course 
Let me see if I can't find out how much the one I had before this was, like right before this. That's a good business idea. Bourbon buffet. How much would that cost? I don't know that the ABC would allow. I mean, if the ABC weren't a thing... Uh, so the one if, I had before this was if the ABC were the thing, I, I think I, that would have already been. I think a bourbon buffet would be like Vegas. That's, that's just called a speakeasy at Dan's house. That's what that is. <laughs> that's hey, a bourbon just let buffet. people come in and pay like two hundred bucks, and you know, two hundred well, bucks. You, you can get, try one sample of anything you want, as long as you can still walk. You can still <laughs> if you can still walk. You have to still pass go, a breath, uh, uh, You have to pass a breathalyzer test. Otherwise, you get to sit in the closet of shame. <laughs> <laughs> The closet of shame is where we keep all of our uh, auxiliary equipment, lighting, wires, and uh, well, we keep spiders there too. And, and women worst fears who <laughs> don't know when to keep their mouth shut. Oh lord! <laughs> Just that's kidding. why. Was that's why Aaron came out of there when I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> jerk! <laughs> You've been picking on me all night. I got a jab back. Uh, so <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You know what? What? Write it down in history. Write it down in history. This is our first four-man episode, fellas. Oh, How cool is that? Since, since Michael joined the podcast, if well, everyone knows, we've not had all four of us on a mic at the same time. It's Something. always been, you know, me, Aaron, Michael, Michael, Jake, me, and some weird combination. We've had episodes at Casey Jones and MB Rowland, and uh, we've not all been in the same room. Life so happens. This, this is special. I like it. This is different. I like it a lot. I'm not used to someone sitting on me left, mate. <laughs> from my perspective, that you're right, but that's because I'm sitting across from you. It's still his left. It's still my Jake. left. Jake, you know what I have missed, though? Not Picking telling you you're stupid. I've missed that so <laughs> oh much. Oh, my God. So, by the way, have you seen your hairline recently? Oh, my <laughs> God. Jake, go to the closet. Got him. <laughs> so before we get into any more of this tomfoolery, uh, we do have a couple of Patreon shout-outs. We haven't had a few of those in a while. Oh, sweet. Um, so we got a couple. Um, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to the owner and CEO of Casey Jones Distillery, who so kindly joined our Patreon. Uh, Peg Hayes, thank you so much. You didn't have to do that. Um, uh, you know, after the experience we had, I drove your golf cart around. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you don't get much more all inclusive than going, Hey, can I use this? And I'm going, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, she didn't have to get on that, but you know what? We it's really appreciate she did. And, uh, we look forward to a long lasting partnership with her. Um, anyone else? Got I'm going to let Michael, um, talk about this next guy because, if you happen to be a part of our um, give back raffle for Jake, we had a question on there, and the question was, "What is your favorite episode?" And the following guy, I'm gonna let Michael go ahead and tell him who it was. His favorite episode was anyone that Michael was a part of. So, yeah, um, that was I'm that. still a little burned by that. You, but go ahead, Michael. Oh, you think you were burned? Wait. Any at that point? Any part of the any one of them that Michael had been a part of? I wasn't there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I was really just burned. So you know, this guy can. Hmm. <laughs> Michael, well, just, I'm sorry that you guys were burned. I mean, but we are grateful for Jonathan Coots. We um, just appreciate your friendship and appreciate all you are doing for the podcast. And uh, thanks for sending some samples our way recently. We uh, we appreciate you. Just know that if we ever go to like a meet and greet or something, or we have some kind of a signing or a barrel pick, and he's there, some boxers are coming your way, just <laughs> straight out of the pants. Oh my gosh, <laughs> fanboy, fanboy. Pants, pants aren't even. We're sorry off. for everything you've just heard, Jonathan. We we appreciate you. <laughs> We love yeah. you, buddy. Thank you so much. He's a big staple at Beverage Barn, too. He comes, he's been coming to the raffles and was a big part when we did them on 
online. So great, great guy. I'm so glad we're past those archaic oh, times because let me too. tell you, sitting over there in the corner, staring at like Jake's phone or my phone going, yeah, that's time. Got really <laughs> annoying. You were a great timekeeper though. I, I sucked at my job because most of the time I was intoxicated. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm sitting here flipping back and forth, trying to get my comments to refresh and make sure everybody got the bottles. They said they got because half the time it was a fight over. No, no, he commented, he commented, they commented, she, they, he, whoever. So, Michael, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but you did take a trip somewhere today. I know you didn't. You said you didn't drink bourbon, but uh, how was your time at Starlight today? So, yeah, we went out to Starlight today with um, some friends, and uh, we were there for the wine today. So that was new. So um, you didn't visit Starlight. You visited Huber's Winery. Exactly. <laughs> Huber, and uh, really, really good products. We had a great time. Uh, I would definitely recommend. Their, they have a uh, bourbon barrel-aged uh red wine Ooh. it's not too dry it's not too sweet it's kind of in the middle um that was certainly a favorite of the day um they also had a cabernet franc that the the nose on it was very sophisticated and that was a very dry red wine i would highly recommend if you're into things like that i love me a good dry red wine well you should drink snoop dogs red wine it's pretty dry that's about I'm not joking dry as english humor no, I'm not joking. Snoop Dogg's red wine is pretty, pretty dry. Like I drank it, and I was like, I need to add some Kool Aid or something to this. <laughs> I'm not a dry wine. wine guy. I'm not a yeah, I know, right? <laughs> See, I, I guess I'm just not as a you know a classy, sophisticated like you all. I I like my sweet wines. Hey I'm, man, I just ordered a hydrometer today just to find out what my wine proof said. Oh lord. <laughs> You ordered a hydrometer? Yeah, it was like 15 bucks. We're, we're about to start making freaking moonshine. Screw all this wine. It's, it's, it only goes up Sign to 20%. Up. We, we, got a, we got a project with Casey Jones. That's right. It only, it only goes right. up to 20%. So. Uh, so if it breaks the thermometer, it breaks, it's yeah, probably right. pretty close. Yeah. Pow, the thermometer right, there. Oh, that's it. That's the one right there. That's the stuff. Oh, I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I have been watching one of those shows on Discovery, so I know how to shake the shake the bottle have now. Have you been watching Yes, I Absolutely. have been. <laughs> I, I just I remember the episode where old Jim Tom was like, "Well, I'll tell you what. Now you just shake this whole thing here, and then you get all the little pearls up there." And that <laughs> sounds that's about right. And you know, kind of like that video I showed you guys of the uh, four wheel drive moonshine. <laughs> that Red Bull will give you wings, but this will give you four wheel drive. <laughs> crawls off. <laughs> I love it. My goodness, we came here for a reason today, though, boys, and that's not just a. BS around. I mean, it is to BS around. I like but BSing around with you all. It's a lot too. of fun. Speaking but we also of, made some lists. Yeah, speaking of BS, it's pretty close to, to Halloween. Um, if you're not into Halloween, you know, it's not really my thing. So sorry, everybody. But um, we made a list of our, our top 10 bourbons we would like to try before we die. Um, and that, uh, I can't wait to see what we come up with. Uh, we all have such different palettes. Uh, who wants to start us he, off? He was he was over here trying to take my answers earlier. It was like a he college did. exam. He was looking over. Still I, in your I answers. Was, I was afraid I was going to fail my chem final. I mean, I almost texted you guys my list. I didn't know how we were doing this. So, so I, before we get I in, went over mine last week with all of you. Before we get into like the whole top ten, I would like to talk just very, very briefly about before. I think everybody before you die should try a a good white dog, a good new make. Um something that to see how how does the bourbon finish out after you put it in the barrel. Um so um I know for us we've had the opportunity to have some wild turkey um that has not 
Wild Turkey New Make. That is came out before the, the and just cornbread, just great stuff. I know Buffalo Trace sells theirs. Uh, you can get Mashville one and two, and you can get the weeded. I think Danny even has some of that. Yeah, I have the weeded there. over there. Um, but um, so before if you're if you're looking for what should I try before I die, I say start out with a new make. If you haven't had a new make yet, I know New Riff sells theirs. <laughs> go get it. Okay, go get some new make. Go blow your palate. You know, not to not to veer off topic here for a second, but you said uh, everyone should try a really good white dog, and I almost <laughs> said, you know, we've all been to the sketchy Chinese buffet. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, come on, Dan. <laughs> 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 Nothing like Golden Doodle at 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of the best Hunan chicken I've ever had in my life, though. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there it goes right off Michael, the Michael, do you have a favorite off the white dog? I mean, do you have a favorite new make? Not really. I haven't found one that I really loved yet. Um, I also haven't tried the turkey one. Uh, I have a feeling that that would be my favorite. Um, but I have a list of new makes that I don't like that so I'd rather you, not mention on the air. Have you ever made, like, sweet cornbread? Yeah. So think about sweet cornbread and the nose. And you don't even have to try the wild turkey white dog. You just, you just, that's it. it. Sounds awesome. Hometown roots cornbread, and there you go. Oh man, hometown. Don't roots. be talking about hometown roots. I'm, I'm in freaking Southern Indiana. Hometown <laughs> roots is in Henderson, Kentucky, right now. Oh man, and them greens are calling to me now. Thank you. You think you mean them greens are collared to you? Oh my God, Jake, that was a good joke. <laughs> Not the dump ching, Jake. Give us number ten. Go. Number ten on my list. What is on, on what your is, list or, or, you or any of Yeah, no. It's, Just it's, give it's, us one of yours. So, what is a bourbon you or whiskey or rye? Or, is there are there any rules here? No. Uh, it has to be bourbon, whiskey, or rye. Oh, that's it. So we're that's not it. worried about like single barrels and all that kind nope. of stuff. And nope. I mean, even, I mean, you can do a single barrel if you want, but you know, mine aren't even like specific. I mean, there are some specific bottles, but I put down like lines, like you know, like I'll oh. just say it. The one that should be on everyone's list or. It, should you know air quote should pappy oh yeah just to say that you've had it just to have the bragging rights of like oh i've tried pappy i mean i've done it once did i overpay for my poor no i got lucky see that's i I think me and you hit the we we hit the same um topic or we we have the same mentality as we're thinking about this because pappy definitely made my list um and and i think that people should Try Pappy um, to understand and see what all the hype's about, and then and say, understand that it is not worth three hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Absolutely. It's not worth that. Even the twenty three year Pappy that retails for three ninety nine ninety nine, I'm even, not paying three ninety nine ninety nine for. It. Even that Pappy Family Reserve Rye. That one I'm not paying any more than I, I, it's not worth anything tr- more than retail. Now, now you I, and I, you and Rob Barry would come to words over that one. <laughs> hey, that's all good for Rob Barry, but I mean, I try to pour of it, and I'm not a rye guy. You know that. Yeah. If there was ever a rye, it would be like a bourbon drinker's rye, and then I'd be like, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. But I'm not that, that kind of guy. That's that rye me and me and Rob blended. I think yeah. them, them COVID shots, but, but like you said, like the pappy, 
It's on my list because, yes, I think everybody should have the opportunity to try it before they die. Make the decision for themselves. And and the reason it's not on my list is because I have had the opportunity. But I agree with you guys. If you're you're curious about it, drink it for yourself so that you know, hey, this is is a bottle I've got to have. And if you're an absolute wheat nut and you love that kind of stuff, don't hear me wrong saying that you're stupid for paying $250. If you love Pappy... 10 year that much or Pappy 12, go spend what you think you it, it is to you. But don't do it because somebody else told you it was good. That's or it. somebody told you it would look good on your shelf. Yep. That's it. Try it for yourself somewhere first. Although it would and look good on your shelf. It, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, and always understand that the, the bourbon that's in the bottle is ultimately only worth what you're willing to pay. Absolutely. And and that goes for anything. That even goes for a cheapo bottle like freaking Evan Williams bottle and bond. And we've, grand we've said that multiple times, mm-hmm. you know, like and, and I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but all, well no no no. Like you know all of all the bottles that we talked about tonight, there are gonna be a lot of allocated bottles. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that we probably have never had and never will have, but um I think I as know, you're I, thinking about it. Um, understand. I threw down down some cheap stuff just because you know you got to try the cheap stuff. I think you have to. Um, just like my man, I don't want to throw it out. You don't want to break the bank on this one. I don't want to go there because that's not on my list. But but tell you what, just you know, just do it. So here we go. So my, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to the list. One of mine. Um, I think that you should try before you die. Um, Angel's Envy Cask Strength. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think, and uh, you'll hear throughout, I've got to, I really like, I really hated finished bourbons. I, I'm not, I'm, let me get there first. I hated finished bourbons, but I have had some really, really, really good finished Bourbon. bourbons. And we're going to talk oh, about those whoops. later, <laughs> but Angel's Envy cast strength. Um, I think I'm a, I'm a high proof guy and it's one of those bottles that you can't find all the time. Um, but if you have the chance, and a lot of people don't try it because it is finished, give Angel's Envy cast strength a a shot. See, I was uh-huh. I, I was play. one of those I was one of those people though. I do not enjoy the the regular Angel's Envy port finished bourbon right. that they release every day of the week, three hundred sixty five days a year. But when Tal Bartlett gave us the samples, that Angel's Envy port finished cast strength. Really, really shown through. Right, that was so good. Yep, and it was. I, I think I actually chose it over the two seller collections that he put up for us. Was that Tal or was that David Ivy? No, it was Tal. Tal, got it. Because yep. that was when we were for the golf event in August. <laughs> yeah, that's when we, we went over to the golf event. So, so Michael, Jake, and I have told said one. It's your turn. So the one I want to talk about has long been considered and sort of an unfindable bottle. Uh, even more so maybe than Pappy 23, even more so than some of the others. Um, first on my list, well, this is my number 10, A.H. Hirsch 16-year-old straight bourbon. And see, Who? I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's it's one of those that if you see it, it's going to be um, on some auction website somewhere. You might get lucky. You might see it on a bar. Um, but uh, the last few bottles of it were sold in early 2000s. Um, they used to be made in Pennsylvania, and then they sold the company, blah, 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 and now it's just an impossible bottle to find. It's a 16-year-old bourbon, 75% corn, 12% rye, 13% barley. Um, that's that's like magic for me, mashville-wise. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, 
And I've never seen a bottle. You know, I don't know if they might have one at Justin's House of Bourbon uh, or somewhere like that. If so, I'd probably have to take out so a car payment. So what was the bottle again? It. I missed it. A.H. Hirsch. It's a 16-year. A.H. Hirsch. I feel like Michael now has his... Uh now has his uh his his elusive unicorn. Well, well, there's unicorn too. But I was thinking his uh, mash bill right there. <laughs> when we start distilling, absolutely. Yeah. So you what know, you guys week? know I love high corn. I love that sweet, but it can't just be sweet. If it's just sweet, it's no good. It's got to have that rounded out flavor and all that 13 percent barley. You know, in that barrel for for 16 years, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So that's one I'll probably never see. But that's what we're here to talk about tonight. A H Hirsch. Hirsch. Got it. I'm right. I'm over here taking notes. <laughs> taking the notes. So, All right, Big Dan, so, what we got? So I'm going to take a cop out on the first one. Oh. Because I'm like that. I, I enjoy a good cop out every once in a while. Also, um, I, I, hang on. Before before we get too deep into this. So if one of them is on all four of our list, do we have to take a shot? Is that the rule? That's the rule. Oh, Lord. Yes. So Absolutely. That's the rule. So take a shot of that one. <laughs> if, if, we have, if, we, you, if we have it. But I mean, looking around. Are you talking around, like do you have Malort? No, I don't have We're all taking Malort. a shot of Malort. I'm, I'm no, not right. doing Back Malort. Back to your, what's your list? Anyway. Well, I'll do a shot um, of Malort right now just for the hell of it. I, uh, I wanted to put in here any kind of early bottling of one of my personal favorites, um, Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. Specifically, the earlier bottlings is what I'm looking at here because you can still find, you know, 17, 18, 19, 16, 20, 21. I'm talking like 12? 12 and younger or 12 and, well, older. Yeah. Um, those are increasingly hard to find. I mean, we found one at Bardstown Bourbon Company. They have this beautiful vintage bourbon library upstairs. I saw a picture of it. Yeah, it's very it's emerald green. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I believe that those were probably a little bit, in, in my opinion, better than, better than what uh, what are coming out these days. Right. I, I think. Would, yeah, I agree completely. So you said Old Forester Birthday Bourbon? Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. I wrote that down on my list and scratched it out and in my mind said, Dan's going to talk about that one. So I'm the I, I, knew, nut. I knew what was going to happen. So um, I'm going back to my list. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw things like, I, well, I'll just go to it. So I really like Starlight. Starlight? Uh, small distillery. Um Craft history. I think people should, before they die, I think people should give these craft distilleries, these small distilleries, a chance. Um, and so Starlight does a great job. It is, they, they were a winery before they were a distillery. If you don't know the story, I'm going to tell you a little bit. So they were a winery before they were a distillery. So they know a lot. They're really, really, really good at their their blends. They're really, really good at their finishing. Um, so p- particularly, I'm going to talk, like I'm, I wrote a bottle down, but I think you should go to Starlight, and I think you should, if you see it on the shelf, buy it. Try it. It's worth it. It's 55 to 75 bucks, depending on what bottle you're looking at. If you go to the uh, to the gift shop, they have some for 130 but they the ones they put out for 130 there's only... 60 bottles or fewer. I mean, it's they're, they're not selling those bottles just because. So, um, Starlight, for sure, the cigar blend, um, bourbon. I'm getting ready to try the ride tonight, so I'm super stoked about that. But the um, Starlight cigar blend, bourbon, and then with that, any blend from Starlight. Um, Dan, are you talking about 
a Starlight bottle? No, sir. Okay, so Dan has a bottle from Starlight that is finished in PX um, sherry cask, and the color is like dark purple. It's like it's like motor oil, right? Almost. It looks black until you put it to the light, and, and then you can see the purple of it. It tastes like a mm. freaking red wine. Like I'm not kidding. It is, and it is just absolutely delicious. And people get all well. If I wanted to drink red wine, I'd just get a drink of red wine. No. No, you don't is, appreciate. This is something so different. I I don't like dry wines. Right. This is spectacular. I love dry wines, and I um, think it's spectacular. <laughs> and you you were saying you know the hundred and thirty dollar bottles usually are like seventy or so bottles. Right. This is number twenty three. You got the Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant number. Oh, sweet. Here um, of. 59. Oh, swat. There wow. are only 59 of these bottles in existence. And you had to go and ask about some pear trees so for this one. Think about any other distiller that's going to sell a bottle that's only 59 bottles in existence for 130 bucks. I mean, these guys are doing it because they love bourbon. They love what they do. And they passion. do a damn good job at what they do. So anything Starlight, but particularly in this bottle, the, the cigar, batch. cigar batch. What about you, Jake? For me, I'm just going straight down my list here. I, I'm going to mix it up. I lied. So this is one that you have to do in Kentucky, and you have to do it yourself. Oh, okay. You have to go to Jay Mattingly, <laughs> and you oh, have sweet. to do a blend-your-own bottle. Absolutely. It's $125, but you walk away with what you created in a bottle you chose Dang. with the label that you got to choose you, you what's wanna, on it. You want to talk about something that's customizable to your palate? That is exactly it. You don't get any more customizable than Jay Mattingly. And if you remember walking out, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> because these uh, these two, he, absolutely. Jake, kind of does. I remember walking, seeing Aaron uh, lose a little. And then. <laughs> I lost it. Yeah. And then <laughs> but I did staggering get to the restaurant next door because we had planned to go to a steak place. And we all realized that's not happening. That's not happening. So we staggered next door to the, uh, to what. The, like the country food yeah, store. It, but it was absolutely delicious. Oh, it was stellar. The best, but I don't know if that was the alcohol talking or if it was no, actually my palate one of the talking. Best, one of the best brisket sandwiches I have ever had. Because I don't remember leaving that place at all. I, I remember getting back to the hotel and then all of a sudden walking by Jake's room and the door was still open. Damn right it was. I was passed out on <laughs> my bed. And they were both dead. <laughs> and Aaron just laying there on the bed, feeding himself greens by hand, just... Picking them up behind him and stuffing them into his mouth. It was the greatest thing. But yeah. I think, like like you said, though, I think that that's an experience that you, if you're a bourbon lover, you have to you have to experience that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's definitely a ten for me. Like but a, if you, you've got to go and do it, if you're going to do it, go and spend the time. Yeah, I mean, spend the time. Spend hours. Don't, we were we don't were there go five, there thinking you're going to do it in thirty minutes because it ain't happening. No, it's it's a uh, the all owner day the owner tastes everything that gets blended. He may spit it out, but he'll tell you straight up if it's good or not. Absolutely. He told us once, he goes, that you got to add something because it's good, but the but finish isn't there. Something. It right. needs something. But then when we hit it on the head, he's like, this is damn good. And, and then, then he, he freaking made, made an, an extra, extra bottle. bottle. That's it. Uh, Dan, what do you got, bub? Well, um, going to go a little more rare on this one. Um, the John E. Fitzgerald. John E. Fitzgerald. John E. Fitzgerald, the last of the weeded bourbon to come out of Stitzel Weller around the oh, time when Pappy was okay, put okay. over to... Uh, Man, I've I've done a lot of research and I've done a lot of with bourbon and I'm learning things tonight. I love it. That's why I'm over here taking all these notes. So John E. Fitzgerald. John E. Fitzgerald. 
Um, it's only available in a pint in a beautiful little, um, like a red crimson um, box. Shout out mm-hmm. IU Hoosiers. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. Now the episode's over. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. But you're looking at, on the secondary market right now, you're looking at anywhere from five to $8,000 just okay. for a pint. That's just it? That's it? I yeah, mean, that's it. No, that's not bad. That's it. But, I mean, it's it's some of the last weeded juice to come out of Stitzel Weller at the time of the Pappy transfer over to Buffalo Trace. And um, then Heaven Hill picked up the Fitzgerald name. Man, that's so, cool. That's a lot of history, too. Uh, it's just one that's rare. If you find it on a bar, you're going to pay a lot for it. So, But if you have the money, do it. Pappy Van Winkle had his hands in that. I believe so. Okay. I believe so. That's I, cool. I'm just like literally, like I said, I'm just over here learning. He he put his foot in it. Yeah. He put his, his big toe. No wonder it tastes so good. (laughs) Golden foot of the gods. You get some old man funk in there. Yeah. So Michael, what do you, uh, what do you got over there? Big guy. So you're not going to be surprised by this one, but, uh, High on my list is going to be the Booker's Rye. There it is. I was going to say, is it Booker's? There we go. It is a 13-year rye uh, cast strength. Um, There has been... It's been said that we should expect another Booker's Rye sometime soon. Um, Thinking about, you know, they they had their 30th anniversary a couple years ago. They're probably planning for their 35th. I'm doing the math going. Probably (laughs) next year would be a great time for them to release another another rye. So, Mr. No, while you're uh, listening to our podcast, it would be a great – Michael just said, release a freaking rye now. That's what he, but he said it in a nicer way than that. He said, "Whenever you do that, let him know, and he'll be there first in line." I was going to say, "Are you are you going to camp out for this one? Pitch the old tent, and uh, I I probably would if I have noticed if you, that it's if you knew happen. it would be in a certain spot at a certain time when a building opened. So where would one find this Booker's Rock? Because I've 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 heard of it, but I've never <laughs> never had a chance to see a pour of it. Well, I've seen it at a couple of bars in Louisville and a couple of other places, and they've been more than I was willing to pay for it. But I'm getting to the point now where maybe I'm willing to pay it. Um, Is it triple digits? Yeah, okay. what I've seen. Okay. Four. And uh, I just – it was an experiment that Beam did. They didn't think they were ever going to do one of these again. Um, not sure how Booker would have felt about you know using it for a rye, but they said, "Hey, let's let's put out a cast strength rye," and with oh. that from the sweet spot in their warehouses, it's just going to be. I just know it's going to be one of the best ryes I've ever had. Yeah, and um, I would love to know the mash bill. They did not release the mash bill. We know it's at least fifty one percent rye. Um, I'm guessing it's exactly 51% rye or maybe a little bit less. I know it's going to have that um, Booker's sweetness to it, so I'm expecting a lot of corn. Um, oh, my but, God. Just imagine if it was 51% rye, 49% corn. It would be borai, yeah. but better. Yeah. Um, so if I ever, if we're ever out and you see that one, I'm, I'm making it happen. <laughs> just, just, we're, we're all putting our money together and getting him a Just a point to it and go, yeah, he'll take that. <laughs> And it comes in a green packaging, um, so oh, it will definitely stand out yeah, if the you wax see it. Is green it's so cool. Like I didn't realize green. until like two years ago that green, green is, the is, univer- rye is like the universal colorful yeah. rye. And yeah. then you got Colored rabbit hole who swapped that up. No, no, Here we go with our rabbit hole. Our high gold is in a green label, is it not? No. no. Boxer Rail no. is green. High gold sure? is blue. High gold is blue. Oh, K-Gold yeah. is black. Derringer is red. I love putting you in your place. It's great. I missed it. You're welcome. So one last thing about the Booker's Rye. It came in at 136.2 proof. 
And oh. the MSRP back in the day in 2016 was 300 bucks. It might have been one of the most expensive bottles that, that Beam time. had put out. So when it comes out, whenever that happens, it may be 500 now. Who knows where they're going to price or that. Or maybe, maybe they have been thinking about that and maybe they want to drop it a little bit. That would be amazing and not like the rest of the market but right. um i would celebrate it <laughs> you think they you think was it something that everybody liked was it did it get a lot of reviews in the bookers community yes and people loved it okay um but you know i don't know about the hardcore rye lovers but anybody that loves bookers that i've asked about it have said you it's on the list you've got to try it awesome so is this one of those things that's coming back to market you think because of the outpour of support for it i absolutely think so okay sweet so, All right, Dan, where you at? Jay, it's Jake's turn. Aaron, Jake's where you at? Went. Yeah, Aaron, where you at? We've been going in this weird square. It's just been a weird thing. Time. I've done two things so far. Yeah, we've so all done two. Okay, no. you're up. Fine, I'll I'll be up this time. Um, let's see. Okay, let's make Aaron happy real quick. Uh, everyone knows uh, Aaron loves Blantons. I mean, Elijah Craig. Uh, <laughs> did you just say Aaron loves Blantons? I, I did. I did. Hashtag. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast, big boy. Horsey oh, bottle, Horsey just bottle. for the fun of it. But no, um, everyone knows Aaron loves Elijah Craig, and uh, this is one that I've never seen in my life, but I know it's out there, and uh, I will I will taste it one of these days. Um, Elijah Craig, 23-year. Oh, wow. Mm. Yes, sir. Some ultra-aged Elijah Craig coming in hot. I think uh, if anyone's going to get it, it, it would probably be you. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try. You, uh, you see it at the store, you just... And it's going home with me. You, you, you just kind of my looks only that good it. whenever I'm completely broke. Eighteen. So. I have eighteen. Mm-hmm. I'm not. To, and I'm gonna. This is gonna probably throw you for your loop. I'm not a huge fan of eighteen. Oddly I'm enough, not either. Oddly enough, a lot of people say the same thing. Never tried. I, it. I wish they would have done eighteen at 114 proof or higher. It's 94, and it's not. Never. It's it's just not what. Now, if I could find some 18 year at cask strength. I know all, that's going to be all delicious. Day. That would have been on my list. <laughs> so coming in at ninety proof, it just it doesn't have a lot of flavor. No. And um, so, Dan, were you going to add anything to your twenty three year? Um, not really. I mean, it, it, all the reviews. Never online, seen it. To I, have I've never seen on. it to have it. Right. But I know that when you when you do find it, you should expect an MSRP of around two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So and that that was back in 2014. Right. And when I bought my uh my EC18 from Heaven Hill, granted they had to buy it back from a distributor right. and all this fancy weeaboo stuff, but um it was like 220 mm. after it was all said and done for the 18. So right. um luckily in January the uh, government and the distributors are out of the gift shops. Absolutely. Now. That's a great and so, that's a great thing for bourbon and we'll talk about that on a, a completely different episode, but yes. Yeah. So yeah, Elijah Craig 18, I think, would be a perfect one for people to actually have tried before they die. Can I assume that you have an Elijah Craig of some sort on your list? I absolutely Aaron? have an um, Elijah Craig on well, my list. I do as well, and I'm wondering if it's just a good time to so do you I. Know, spew oh, some all, of those. Oh, we all four had Elijah Craig. You know what that means. Are they all the same Elijah Craig? It doesn't matter. We all had four Elijah Craig. Let's take a shot. Uh, Drinks. Uh, Michael's uh, empty. I'm empty. So am I. Reload. Reload, buddy. Uh, let, and Reload. let me get the Midwinter's Night Dream, man. We'll Go just for it. Drop Ooh, them out, fellas. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, three, four. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We've moved away from that song. I'm so glad Elijah Craig was the one that got us, and it wasn't some... Never mind, we'll talk that... 
Buffalo Trace. <clears throat> anyway. So back in the good old days before Elijah Craig went to small batch, they had a, um, you know, every Elijah Craig that you bought was um, barrel strength. Yep. And um, I am begging to try one of the ones that was right before they switched to the small batch. September of 2014, um, they had one that was released at 140.2 proof. Ooh. And uh, that's that's money. I've got to find a bottle of that somewhere. And so you, I you know, haven't had it. I, was I have ask. not had it, and oh. I know where we can have it the next time it's in Louisville, and it's not that expensive. That's Oh, yes. And we ate there last time we were there, and I didn't look at the list close enough. Was they it, have it. Was it the barbecue joint? Yes. Was it? We're they not saying it, it because people are going to go drink it, and we, we've got to get there to drink yeah, it. There's a, there's, yeah. If I can remember the name of it, I'd say it right now just to piss you off. I would punch you in the face because if we do no, that, we really don't get that. Logic ring. Willie Pete smoked meat. There you Willie go. Willie Pete <laughs> smoked meat. Uh, Doc Crows. Doc Crows. Anyway, so since, since we're talking about Elijah Craig, I, I've got to. Um, I'm all about the Elijah Craig barrel proof, particularly C920. Um, not. I'm sorry, B519. I was just looking at C. The C921 is coming out, and I just got a text message about it. C, uh, but B519, my favorite. That's why I felt a thump on the table. Yeah. So um, we've got uh, Elijah <laughs> Craig, Barrel Proof. But in particular, I think you should just try any of them. Um, it is exactly what bourbon is supposed to be, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, it is absolutely delicious. It's, I mean, I, I've talked about it. I talk about it every single episode. But, um, the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Grenades, the Barrel Select. Oh, those are good. Those are those. perfect because um, it is 125, and it's their best. It's always 125 proof, but it's their best um, bottles that they would put out in the Barrel Proof selection. Mm-hmm. So they go in, and, and it's only 200 milliliter bottles, um, but... Absolutely delicious. They did a beer barrel finish. I got once, to try that, and I did not get. Oh, I did get to try that at Louisville. Yeah, yeah in Jerry did. Hamilton's in Jerry room. Hamilton's room. I stole it. Sorry, Jerry. Um, we love you, Jerry. We all tried it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ramon I mean, said I, it was okay, so blame him. I say I drank his George D. <laughs> I'm not going to blame Ramon. I chose it. I picked it up. I was like, hey, hey Brian's I'm supposed to have this. one of these for us. Not the beer barrel finish, of course, but. I got to get him some money so I can get that. So it's one thing on my shelf, but I guess it's my turn, isn't it? Yes, sir. What do you yeah. got from Elijah Craig? 18 year, because I've never oh. had it. And I figured. You've never some, had it? No, I've never had it. You know what I've had from Elijah Craig? Barrel proof. I thought you had it at my house. I no. thought you had it at the bar. No. At Beverage Barn. I thought no. you had it at my house, but no. mine's not even open. All right, buddy. So next time you're at the house, you're having Elijah Craig 18. Okay. I mean, like I said, I've never because had it. I've, I've seen the price of it every time, and I went, nah. I think you'll absolutely dig it because you're a lower proof guy. Yeah, but I've reached that point where I like 100 proof and up, though. Oh, we, he's, our, our poor boy's growing. He's, he's, up. he's went from like, full on diapers to yeah. pull ups. He's on pull ups, like, baby. Nine, 90 to like 110 is, 110 is like the nice spot. 110, 115 right now is like, Ah, perfect for me. Sweet, we're getting there. We're getting in there. So I'm a little I've had ashamed. Some 120s that like that that are they don't taste 120. You know what I mean? They taste lower proof, and those are like those are gold mines. I'm a little ashamed to admit, but Uh-oh. I actually have another Elijah Craig on my list. Oh um, man, agreeing oh, with you, Lord. I think it's the quintessential bourbon, and I actually have owned this bottle. But um, Elijah Craig C917 was 131 proof exactly. And to this day, it is the best bourbon I have ever had. Um, and I would love to find, you know, that's just 
old enough that I feel like I could get lucky in a dusty store and, and find one. I somewhere. started mine at 18, C918. Okay. And everybody I talked to mentions C917. So here's how I got my first bottle. Um, it, it was actually a couple years ago. It wasn't that long ago that I found it, but I was texting Danielle. Um, I don't remember what the situation was. I wasn't really supposed to be spending money, but... Um, I think we were about to get married or something like that, and uh, I, or maybe we had just gotten married and we're trying to you know buy a house. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I texted her and I said, "I'm gonna go ask for this. If they have it, can I buy it?" And she says, "If it's at least 131 proof, you can buy it." <laughs> one thirty one point, and it was one thirty one point zero, and so I sent her a screenshot, and she's like, "No way!" And it was fifty nine ninety nine, you know, as it was, yeah. you know, back then, and worth every penny. Oh, that's awesome! Before the bourbon boom, yeah, that's so cool. I would love to. Was that have back when Booker's was that. still fifty bucks? Uh, it had gone up at that oh. point. This was only about two years ago. That's cool. That's a. That's a cool bottle. I wasn't sure when Booker's jumped. I I've only ever seen it at ninety nine ninety nine. Booker's so jumps Michael, like you, every year. You've done Gross. four now, correct? I'm just trying to keep up where we're at. Yes. All right. So, Jake, you got another one? Yeah. Okay. So I do have another one. Something that so. you gotta try before everything is said and done. Jim Beam White Label. <laughs> Something cheap. Yes. You gotta try a junk bottle. I can't even say it's junk because it's not junk. It's eighty-eight proof. I think I was. I've done. A, been doing a lot of research, watching different YouTube channels and all that kind of stuff. And 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 a lot of them were were talking about their entry bourbon, mm-hmm. and they put that what it whatever their entry bourbon was. Mm-hmm. Um, they put that on the list. That that's great. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. You gotta have something low proof, just to you know, if you're a first timer, try it. If you've only ever had good some good stuff, you gotta try something that's not. As good as and the if good you're stuff. not a bourbon drinker, you have to have an entry bourbon somewhere. Yeah, and so start with that stuff so you're not breaking the bank. Start with that fifteen dollar fifth. Hell, you can get it at Walmart for like twelve. Exactly. So, I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it because it's not necessarily this topic. But what was your entry bourbon like? Let's just go around real quick. And I know Michaels is Michaels was Booker's. I, I, so I mean, I already know it, but. Bookers. I'll just talk about my first whiskey. That's a little easier. Let's do that. So my very first time having whiskey, it was a whiskey and water because that's what the person I was with ordered, and it was Jack Daniels and water. Oh, that's, that's the cool. first time I drank whiskey. My first was Evan Williams, just Mine. straight black label Evan Williams. Mine was Jim Beam White label. Jim Beam White label. That's cool. I have to tell a little story. I'm sorry. There's context to this. Um, my uh, my sophomore year of college, absolutely underage. I was like 19. Um me and two other friends decide, you know what? We want some alcohol. So what do we do? We go online. We start looking at stuff. We're getting all fancy. We're like, oh, hey, there's Glenfiddich 12. There's this, that, and the other. And lo and behold, we have $500, and we just hand it to some fucking strange dude, and we say, go in and buy us this list. And the first thing I tried off of that list was Buffalo Trace. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But in it. It kind of got a little out of hand because it turned into like 80, 90 bottles in a room that is, you know, it's a dry campus. Right. Um, so we had inspection the day oh, before no. Christmas break and we had to hide it all. Um, the uh, RA comes in to the room and looks at it and was going to just walk out. It was like, oh, it's fine. Then they kicked the bed. 
Oh, yep, yep. And every fucking bottle just was in a duffel bag, just underneath the bed. And he's like, "The hell is this?" All right. Well, you got two hit two options. You can either can dump it all down the drain with me oh, standing right no. here, or uh, we can we can take this uh, a little further. We'll dump it. Yeah, we're dumping it. So. Needless to say, the bar came back after Christmas break. But, right, but it was it was a lot of fun, and you know, Buffalo Trace was my the first real whiskey I ever tried in my life, other than Jack Daniels at five years old. That's cool. I could talk about the fourteen year old me trying Jim Beam White Label for the first time, but that's a whole <laughs> different story. <laughs> so, um, I'm going um, to say we've already talked about that, so I'll cross that off. Sorry, um, Midwinter God. Night's Dram. From High West, um, I think everybody who is man, anybody who's anybody's drinking it. Well, no, I think <laughs> I think anybody who has not had a chance to pour um, a Midwinter Night's Dram, uh, you you need to try it, buddy. That's you your die. that's your second finished bourbon on this list. Uh, yeah, and and well, and this is a rye, but still. well, three. I mean, really, it's three because it's the Angels Envy Cast Strength, the Starlight Blends, oh, the Starlight the, Blends, and and man. So I've turned into a, a finished guy, and I didn't really didn't really mean to be, but. Kind of um, like Michael with those wheats. I just certain ones. Certain you won't ones. find any wheats on this list. But <laughs> no, I'm getting there. But I, I just, I really do. I think uh, the Midwinter Night's Dram, it comes out of um, uh, High West, out of Utah. Um, they do a, it's just, the one I drank just a second ago, it's 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 freaking Dr. Pepper. Like, it, it's cherry, it's, it's just it is everything. Dr. Pepper. It is everything you would think about. Mike. So for everybody that can't see, Danielle is in the, the studio, and she actually sent me a text message that said Dr. Pepper. And he started <laughs> talking so about cool. the Midwinter's Dram. She so we're all in agreement. She showed me a text as I was pouring it in my Glen saying Dr. fucking Pepper. <laughs> Dr. It's not just Dr. Pepper. It's Dr. fucking Pepper. But, yeah, so – um. Danny, what you got next, bud? Um, we're going to go expensive on this one, big boy. Uh, any of the OFC vintages. Have you had any of them? I have not. What is OFC? I'm too scared to spend, you know, the... Old Fire Copper? Yes, sir. It's yeah. the old Buffalo Trace. Um, if you go through the Buffalo Trace uh, rickhouses, you will see some OFC barrels. We, we were there. Barrels. And the, the rickhouse that's right in front of the gift shop, if you look at the top of it, it has a uh, big... I probably have a picture that says of it. OFC on it. I probably it. have a picture of that um, because I took a lot of pictures at Buffalo Trace. So yeah. that's what Buffalo Trace was called before it was Buffalo Trace. Oh, okay, see, and they, there's there a, a rich history there, and they still have some OFC barrels kind of hanging out. Yep. But uh, these are vintages from like 1990, 1991, 92. Um, I think there's an 89 on there, which that would be the one that I want to try before I die because I was born, born in 89. 89. Yeah, me that's too. awesome. That's cool. So if you could find something that was distilled in the year of your birth. Um, oh, that should be on there. Like everybody should say that. Like if, well, you should find a bottle so, distilled in your birth. That's so cool. going on this, yeah, that's one, you know, if you could Booker's. find something that's I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's distilled in the year of your birth, you should really try it. Um, I I came close with one of these, not really, but you know, we're close. It's it's whatever. Um, but yeah, OFC vintages. I just uh, I feel like one of these days I'm just going to find one at a bar and have a little extra pocket change, maybe from a bonus I get from work. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story, uh, Michael. What you got next? <laughs> I'm gonna go off rails a little bit. Oh, um. So I'm a scotch lover on the side. Don't tell anybody except everybody who's listening to this. Um, but one thing I would love to try is the Glen Alecky 21-year-old cast strength. Most of the time when you're dealing with scotch, it's 
lower proof, 80, 85 proof. And um, this one is is a little bit higher proofed. Um, it is closer to, sorry, I lost my notes here. It's um, it's over 100 proof. It's 102.8 proof. And for a scotch that's, that's been aged for that long, you know, in, in Kentucky we have the heat and everything, the evaporation. The climate is a little more tame in Scotland. So they don't get the same kind of reaction that we get from the, the heat and the cold. So to, to have something that is that high a proof over there is, is pretty pretty rare. I um, owe one person an apology for drinking maybe two-thirds of his bottle of Glenallachie <laughs> 18-year one night. I thought it was cheap scotch, and I thought I could find it anywhere. He had gotten it as a gift, and so we sat there and drank it and drank it, and it was just so easy to drink. And so th- the next day, I'm like, okay, i got to buy you another bottle of this. It's so, so good. $155 for the bottle, basically, for this 18-year. Um, this 21-year, or 23-year, uh, if I find it, is going to be more like um, a couple thousand um, for the bottle. And uh, scotch is getting harder and harder to find. I would love to find a pour of that somewhere. For That's because you live in the state of bourbon. I know. It's a bourbon state of mind over here. But we like whiskey, right? We, we're drinking a whole lot. We've mentioned a whole lot of rye on this episode for, for Kentucky. So you, you said wrong. um, you said it's 21 year? 21 year, yeah. Sorry, at some point I said 23 year. Looking at something else on my list. But, Uh-oh. Uh, 21 year. And um, like I said, to have a scotch that is that high proof, it's going to have so much flavor. Um, but that is not a highly peated scotch. So I think it's one that you guys could get behind. It would be a little more familiar. See, I, I, I'm all about the peat. But... Dan, the, I mean, the Miami I Pete. The, yeah. Jake, what you got? So feeding off of that whole different climate situation, you got to have a bourbon that's not from Kentucky. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I put on Woodenville because that is a whole different climate than Kentucky. That's your Pacific Northwest, a lot of rain, a lot of cloud coverage, not super warm in the summer, not super cold in the winter, just generalized rain and clouds. It and looks, it's it's also you know way up there. It's up in the mountains, so it's again different elevation, different climb, all of it. It's it doesn't get different. really hot. And a lot of my Scotch loving friends that don't really know how they feel about bourbon love Woodenville because yeah. it, it's familiar to them with That's that cool. same sort of profile. And yeah. if you can get to it, the cask strength because you can only get it at the distillery mm. or through a barrel pick. Let's go. I know, so, right? That's what I'm saying, Dan. I had a. I had one from Utah. Michael had one from Scotland. Jake had one from Washington. Do you have one that's not a Kentucky product? I have a lot of Kentucky products. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know. How, I didn't know how the list was played out. No, I. I was. We'll get to that in honorable mentions. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I do yeah, have yeah. a few that are under some honorable mentions from me, but sweet. You know, Kentucky kind of ten, but that's hard. Kentucky kind of Kentucky kind of won out on my list. Sweet. Well, go ahead and give us your next one. Uh, my next one is actually one that I did get to sample, thanks to Big Dave. Yeah. Uh, we were in uh, in St. Louis, and I found a bar, and they had a bottle of Parker's Heritage Promise of Hope. Mm. You got the, to try the bar? Oh, oh, man. The most highly rated Parker's Heritage collection release to date. Right. And it was everything that I could ever want in a bourbon and more. Um, oh man, that's imagine cool. imagine walking into the store in 2014 and finding this bottle on the shelf for 90 bucks. Oh my gosh! And buying all of them, of course, because why not? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I spent 140 for my eight-year heavy char rye, which isn't terrible right. in the grand scheme of things. But this one, Parker Beam personally selected his, basically this is his single barrel bucket list um, of what a single barrel should be. It's the first time a single barrel was ever released in the Parker's Heritage Collection. And this was his, his bucket list. And my God, if he were still around today, I'd want to shake that man's hand and yeah. and like kiss him on the forehead and go, "Good job, old man. I love you, Parker. Good job, old man. Be his, a, be his assistant see, for free. Forever. I just see Parker sitting there at freaking. <laughs> you just walk up and shake his hand and kiss him right here. Good job, old man. Yeah, but That's just a, a random odd thing to come of of Parker. Um, speaking of like Parker's heritage collection. Um, there was actually a uh, kind of a memorial bottle. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but um, Parker kind of knew he was, I, I'm guessing knew he was on his last leg, and he went around, and from every distillery, they donated a bottle of, I think, their namesake bourbon, so Wild Turkey 101, Buffalo Trace, Jim Beam, or, or like Knob Creek or something like that, uh, and they blended all of them together. And created a very, 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 very limited bottling. I think it, I know the bottle count was less than 10. Oh, wow. wow. Um, and they auctioned them off and all the proceeds went towards ALS research. That's so really you're cool. never going to find one of those in the public market. You're never going to find one on a bar, but the true you, king of Kentucky. But you know what? If you ever find a friend that has one that is open beg, plead, do dirty <laughs> things to, or, you know, actually, they should have named that bottle the cream of Kentucky. The cr- well, there's already there a cream is already of one. That one's already taken. I'm, I'm going to do some research real quick. Um, you all go ahead with your next one. Do you guys have any Parker Heritage on your list? I, I do. Not. Not. I, I do. I wanted. I wanted to put the. I wanted to put one on there. It's in. I've tried one Parker's but. Heritage, and that was the heavy char. So well, that one's really good. I put the 27 year. Um, so it's a, a 96 Ultra proof. Age. It was the second collection they put out. And I would love to try that. Um, after I had a taste of the the heavy char a couple of weeks ago, Parker's Heritage is high on my list. My list is pretty heavy, Heaven Hill. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's one if if I get Coming a chance. Coming from a let's, let's try it. Yeah. They they're similar. They're very very uh, similar. in their mash bills. Very, they really very are. Similar. All right, Jake, what you got? What do I got next? I'm gonna go low again because you know Woodenville was low, old, uh, Jim Beam White Label was low. So I'm going to go Old Forester 1920. It's not quite barrel strength. Oh, that's a good one though. But it's right in the sweet spot for me that 110, 115 proof. Yeah. I don't, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's what 114. While we're at it, I think I mean any of any in that exactly line. It's 115. Is it 115? It's 115, yeah. Yeah. So that's right in my sweet spot. It hits the perfect range. Any and it's got that, all those good Old Forester fruity notes to it that I like. And I, that I know Dan loves. Absolutely. Like I think anything in that old Forester, uh what do they call that? The 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 year it's 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 got a special name. Which one? The years. Yeah, the, the vertical each line. Have, yeah, it's the the whiskey row series. Whiskey row series. Each there you of go. the dates, like the years represented, have a very uh special meaning in bourbon um or in the Brown Foreman story. That's cool. That's so. what I was yeah. So um, I did figure out what that bottle's called, and I was very, very wrong about the bottle count. There were I thought there were a few because there are two. No way! It is two bottles. Yeah, there was less than a few, my dude. There um, was a couple. It, they were bottled in cr- crystal decanters with silver closures. Oh no! And it's called the Master Distillers Unity. Okay, 
I um, was thinking of something else. There, they did a, they did another Parker's Heritage that was for ALS research. Um, re, I don't. It's not recently. It was like two or three years ago. And the only reason why I remember is because somebody I'm very close to has ALS, and they went to this to the distillery, and they gave them a bottle of. They went out of their way to find them a bottle and just gave it to them because of their. Um, but it it wasn't it wasn't what you're talking about, right? But it, I don't remember what bottle it was. But they were whatever bottle they were getting, it was selling for ALS research, and they gave it to them because of their battle with ALS. Uh, fun really, fact: really cool all of the Parker's Heritage, um, a portion of those proceeds do go to ALS then research. Maybe it was just so it's probably some just Parker's a Parker's Heritage. Heritage. That's cool, though. Also, you said two or three I didn't years know that. ago. That's cool. In bourbon time, that's pretty recently. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, um, in bourbon years. Yeah. Right. So, um, that's really cool. So you said only two bottles, only two bottles and they auctioned them both off or, um, auctioned. I think they auctioned both off, but one made kind of a special appearance at a bourbon fest and, um, was offered up to, I think a few people as a special toast to Parker beam after he had passed. Wow. That's cool. Wrap that story up. That's really cool. Um, my next one is, is a little different. So, um, I think you should try any sourced single barrel that you can get your hands on. Any of them. I don't think that you should. MGP. Uh, MGP, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there are, because a lot of distilleries, that's where they get their start. They don't start with their their own stuff because it takes eight years. Right. Or Eight, we talked to yeah, or in the it case there's some places around here like maybe like six months well it takes eight years to get a good product let's just say that and yeah. so they don't have the time so they go to these places like mgp and like um some of these others dickel dickel for tennessee i mean they they do a lot of sourcing and and that's it allows that distillery too. to get a start and so, like, in, in in my mind, I'm thinking, like, Boone County 13-year. That was MGP stuff. Um, I've had there's a, there's a WM Tara, where we're going to yeah. be going pretty soon, is all sourced. And it's fantastic. Yeah, so I, I think. I don't know if I've had that either. So, I mean, that's all going to be turn your nose me. up at a, at a sourced product. Um, go go out there and the get stuff. some. Um, I mean. I so. have a sourced 13-year on my shelf, and that's a uh, cinder and smoke. I think it's actually a dickel. It's a dickel product. Yeah. But their juice is pretty decent from it's, what I've yeah, had. It's good. Because I've had their new make. You were talking about new makes earlier, and that was the Bard Distillery that we're hoping to get on soon. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun episode, too. Because they just called it their Muhlenberg. Uh, I don't even think they called it White Dog. I think they called it New Make because they age it 24 hours in their barrel. 24-hour aging. Just enough to get some of that oak flavor and then dump it right back. And it's not a new barrel. It's a, it's a used. So they dump stuff and then... Yeah. And then go so, for it. Yeah. Source stuff is, is always a good idea. I mean, especially if you're starting up and you don't want to go into just straight distilled spirits or botanical spirits like gin or vodka, um, or even just white rum, that kind of stuff. I'm not um, going to drink gin for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm done with gin. All right, Dan. Yes. I think it's your turn. Bobby. Back to me already. Back to you. Um, okay. So, Going over to Wild Turkey, um, we're going to talk about the Wild Turkey. What I'm talking about is the what I call the Wild Turkey Vintage Series. Yeah. I know they're just dated bottles, but Wild Turkey, like 2002, 2003 specifically, 
my goodness. Yes. I've had that 2003. Just beautiful, like oaky leather, caramel, vanilla notes. And thank you, Matt Pozzawait, for the tasting of that um, the turkey 2002, man, at the distillery right next to his office. Yeah, that's cool. And Is this yours or mine? I think this is yours. Okay. Uh, I've already told my boss next time I'm calling in. I can do it, that. It was the <laughs> absolute highlight of that tasting. I was in lockdown. Um, I mean, it, it was just absolutely magical. I wish he, he would have let me stick it in the old pocket, but <laughs> I understand. I'm hoping to go back down there before they destroy that old building because I'd love to go explore some of that. We got like a month. So do you have, does anybody else, I don't have it on mine, but do you have, I a, have Dusty? a I have a Russell's Reserve. Yeah. If you'd like that's, for me to talk, let's talk about, about that. that. Yeah, 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 I didn't yeah. have a wild turkey. I had a Russell's so, Reserve. So Russell's right. Reserve, thirteen year. I have had it. Um, Isn't it good? It is. It's amazing. Oh Delicious. Speaking, you know, just speaking of turkey in general, I, I don't know why they have a bad rap. I guess because they do have some some lower priced things that people drink when they're in college. Which, by the standards. way, if you go back, they're really good. Um, so don't pass up wild turkey products, especially the Russell's Reserve stuff. But that thirteen year is probably number two on my list of favorite bourbons. It's incredible. Yeah. I, there was the Russell's 2003, not a Turkey 2003 that I've tried. Yeah, well, that. Oh, sorry, that's what I was meaning. It's a Russell's yeah, 2003. Yeah, yeah. It's a vintage series. And it's fantastic. Does anybody have the, like, dusty bottles on I, theirs? I actually put just a good bottle of dusty bourbon. Okay, okay, then I'm going to so we'll stop. Just generic. Perfect, perfect. All right, so... Well, go ahead and talk about it. We go ahead. Yeah, and talk. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. I yep. mean, if you can get your hands on a dusty, like whether we're not be, talking a museum store that's overpriced either. We're yeah. talking about something that's actually. <laughs> I mean, old. you could you could talk pre-prohibition era, prohibition era, anywhere. You know, even just find an old wild turkey bottle that says Austin Nichols on it. Yes, I mean it's it's night and day. I mean the I talk about it a lot because I mean we have it in house though. Um, wild turkey distilled 1972 bottle 1980 it's just leaps and bounds above what is being bottled right now i, I think i'm going to turn into a antique shopper because well. you you can find bottles in there and decanters that still have the stuff in there mm-hmm. they're and hard to find and they're few and far between but sometimes but you if do you get lucky if, what do we always talk yeah. about it's all about the hunt yeah. it's and, all about the hunt and they sell them as just a decanter yes they, because they don't have a liquor license, they can't sell it as liquor. And even your like yard sales, yeah. you might find some stuff at yard sales that you're not. One one bottle that I'm really hoping to find just at. Oh, Michael's itching over no, here. No, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Say, no, 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 no. I saw you. You're itching, dude. You're, <laughs> you about, I mean, I you about to, went through the. I ceiling. need to get introspective for a minute and. You know, you think back in the day, a lot of these dusty bottles, these guys were making this shit in, in suits in hot oh, Kentucky. Yeah. And so for years I have heard people say, you know, my, my grandmother left me her, her biscuit recipe and it's not the same when I make it. Well, you don't have the same hands that your grandmother had. She needed it differently. And I'm just going to tell you, a guy in a wool, a wool suit in the middle of Kentucky summer <laughs> is going to mess with that grain differently than some hipster, some college, you know, <laughs> in hey, shorts hey, and a tank top. You, you I resemble that remark. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, and me too. But when we tried that, that dusty Turkey that you've got in here, it, I became wistful. 
it had, you know, things in it that we just don't get from modern bourbon. Was, was that the one that made you cry? It did. It made me tear up a little bit, and that doesn't happen very often. But Man, you just opened it up, and it smelled like Granny Smith apples, and that was my favorite part. Well, it wasn't my the, favorite part, but day, like that was like the holy grail of smelling bourbon. The day we decanted it, I opened it up. I had to, you know, stab the cork in because it had broken off. Would that be undecanted then? And we, and we decanted it, and as we were dumping it, it just filled the room with hints of you know vanilla and green apple corn leather just it was so such a magical moment and i think that's why a lot of these distilleries what like buffalo trace is going for ultra age now like pushing upwards of 30 years and stuff to see if they can't recreate some of that but see you can't you can't and you never will and with bourbon i mean it's it's the trying of it just to say oh i have a 30-year bourbon out there that's we can't go back and taste the first Coca-Cola that was made. Well, we can't go back and we can't go back and taste the first like, you know, chicken pot pie that your grandmother ever made, but with bourbon we have the opportunity because it keeps. That's we true. can we can get a pretty close representation of what they were freaking making in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s, whatever. And so we have this rare opportunity with these dusty bourbons to experience what it was really like back then. And there's not many other products that we can do that with because canned goods, they lose something. Everything else loses something, but whiskey keeps. So, so yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, bud. I was going to say, so w- tomorrow when I go into my pantry and I look there and there's a 1986 can of cream of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Try it. You might have gained something. <laughs> yeah, fungus. Well, what were you going to say, Dan? So, Sorry. But you were talking about going, you know, antique shopping and yard sailing and stuff like that to try and find like a decanter or something. And it immediately hit me. There is one decanter that I'm looking for. That I think everyone's looking for right now. A bottle of Old Crow Chessman. Oh, that. So I asked this. Um, I asked this all over our Facebook page. And there were three or four or five other guys who were. Um, who also mentioned the old crow chessman. And so that, that's really cool. I didn't know what it was. So what is, what is the old crow? What's the old crow? What is the old crow chessman? I can't even get it out. It's just a vintage old crow that comes in a, a decanter that I believe was just a chess piece. Oh, cool. Um, I could do a little bit more research. No, on no, 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 no. That's, that sounds like a David bourbon. If I've actually, ever heard one. we could probably do eventually a, an episode on dusty bourbon. That'd be awesome. I would, I would love to sounds be Sounds like a good wrestler sometime. name. Uh, Matt pulls away. We're going to need some dusty Turkey. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> dusty bourbons here. to so, wrestle. <laughs> how many do you have left, Dan? Um, I have four, four. That's left. where I'm at. You've got four. All right. Michael, you got four too. I have three. You have oh, oh yeah because yeah. you just yes I've been piggybacking y'all go ahead so um nope <laughs> I'm gonna go with will it seven year rye the purple mm. top purple tops are bourbons bud oh sorry Your sorry green top. the green, green top. top the seven year yeah the the purple tops are bourbon mm-hmm. purple tops are bourbon well green dang it then rye. I guess I'm talking about the dang bourbon then not the rye because i'm talking about the purple top okay seven year purple top here's the rye sorry get it out of my face um just kidding you're a rye guy anyway i know i'm just kidding those those purple top willets are absolutely amazing man man. just the licorice the i don't know the anise yes yes the willet willet kind of like that noah's mill synonym bomb i'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time talking on it since i really i guess don't know what i'm talking about i'm just kidding um you're up (laughs) jake 
Thoop. I don't know. But I've been told. I'm going to go expensive this time. Luxro 12-year. Oh, yes. It's a good one. <laughs> if you haven't had it and you can get a try on it, Absolutely. get a try on it because it is good. And it's it's an older aged bourbon. It's a little higher proof, and you're not going to get a chance every day to try it. Is no. it sourced? I don't think so. No, sir. See, well, that is their that their is product. Their okay, say, yeah. that I is. Say, I, I want to see the back. I want to see the back of the bottle uh, because it. If you look at all the Lux Row products, you have one. Uh, yeah, there's a. Here. You have a twelve year. I don't have a twelve year, oh. but if I if you look at any of the Lux Row products, um, bottom shelf down here. Hey. Uh yeah, or along that row. Ezra Brooks. Yeah, Ezra Brooks. If you sl- if I you just look, threw one of those away. If you look, it actually says distilled and aged in Kentucky, bottled for Lux Row. So it's sourced. But it, it, it's bottled. I don't. For them. I don't know. That's just the the contemporary mystery that's going on right now. Um, because a lot of people are pointing that out. The reason I say that is because, well, quite frankly, I saw this on TikTok. I've seen it on YouTube. I've, I've read articles that people are saying that they're still sourcing. Even now, even now they've been, they've been going for a while. Yeah. And, and it makes no sense to me because they have been going for a while. They're going for Um, that ultra aged as well. And, and they're, people are saying that this merger with MGP, which is now, I, I don't know the new name for it offhand, but um, is a result of that. Oh, wow. Almost. But, yeah. So. All right, Dan, you're up. I'm up. Oh, boy. You just I, did it right there. That was. No, no, no. That was just something else. Um, so I'm pretty sure most of us might have this on, on, their, uh, on their list. But any of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection bottles. Yep, that's on my list. Um, so you're looking at William LaRue Weller, Thomas Handy, Sazerac 18, um, Eagle Rare 17, and Rest in Peace, George T. Stagg 2021. Uh, <laughs> right. So um, any of those, I believe, are a fantastic try. Is there any of those that you're – I know you're you're a Stagg guy. I, mm. I am a Stagg guy. I really am. I truly am. I believe Stag stands head and shoulders above all the rest of them. Um, but this year, if I had to pick one to get, it would probably be William LaRue Weller yeah. or Eagle Rare 17. Speaking of which, I mean, it, Ross seasons, and Squibb. Ross and Squibb? That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the new name. Good job, Jake. Thank so um, the the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, is is it's about that time where it's going to be hitting shelves. Yeah, um, yeah it is. <clears throat> so get out and hunt. Um, it's late this I'm year. with you. I think my favorite in the whole collection is the William LaRue Weller. Um very, very, very close second is Thomas Handy Rye. It is, it is like I'm talking like. So I would be happy with either one of them at MSRP. I'm not paying five hundred dollars for either one of them. So what? Yeah, never, I agree with you one hundred percent. So also, I'm gonna go ahead and cross BTAC off. I'll go. So I'll do the same. Sweet. What is there? Do you have a certain one that you're? For me, if I had to pick one, like the be all to end all to have, it'd be the Eagle Rare 17 year. Yeah. Just because I mean it's it's there, and I liked Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare was one of the first older bourbons that I tried. I, I've said, I've had this. I walked into a place. I said, I've had this. I've had this. I want something totally different. Now you just need to and try that uh, double Eagle. Yeah. That, my gosh. I know. Yeah, right? I wish I could get my hands on it. <laughs> so that, that, that's what the guy pointed me to. He goes, well, try this. It's from Buffalo Trace, but it's not the same as your other stuff. It's it's older aged Blanton's is basically what he told me. He goes, so just try it and see what you think. And I tried and I'm like, 
Damn, I don't think I've had a bottle since that first one. Honestly, I don't think I have. So to be frank, I don't think I've tried it since then. Huh? I might not like it anymore. So, Michael, since it. we're going around the table, I guess, and picking out a, a BTAC bottle that we all really enjoy, what's your favorite, buddy? Pass. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there is, there is not a Buffalo Trace item on my list, and that is no, that is nothing against Buffalo Trace. Um, I know what I like, and I would, you know. I was pretty close to putting a Blanton straight from the barrel on my list. I was pretty close to putting uh, Double Eagle Very Rare on my list. But the the truth is, um, apparently I'm a Heaven Hill and a, and a Beam guy. Because <laughs> I've got two more Heaven Hill products to talk about before the end of today. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of this. So, Meanwhile, we're all down to two. I think you've got three left, right, Michael? Yes. So, you've, you're up. Well, give me one of those Heaven Hill products. William Heaven Hill, uh, twelve year barrel proof. Ooh. I heard a thud. A th thud. What's that? I think Aaron. Got, oh nope, yeah, got nope. a Woodenville. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron got a Woodenville. So, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say about it, but um, it's seventy eight percent corn, um, and right in line with that mash bill that I like, oh, that hurt. and um. This one, you know, 12 years old. If you ever see it, it's a purple label. And it's one of the the ones, you know. Oh, the purple label, William yeah. Heaven Hill. Like okay. right behind us, we've got a bottled in bond. Yeah. Um, but this one's 134 proof. Yes. And I we had that at the store. I think it was two years ago. Or okay. Maybe it was three. It was It was one. Of, we had it at it the store. It was two years ago because I remember it was like 200 and some dollars. Yep. And, and I was like, oh, hell no. At that, yeah. Oh, um, hell But I would have, no. now going back and wishing, I would have. I would have definitely liked to have tried that. We, we were going to put either put it on the bar or raffle it. And I said, and Brian was like, how long do you think that would stay? And my stupid idiot self said, oh, it'll be here forever. There's no way we'll sell it. Oh, man. We would have sold it in a heartbeat. All of it. It <laughs> made that made that extra profit. You were new and dumb. It would have it pulled a Houdini. That's why I text Michael now all the time. So do you think we'll sell this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he'll text me. Do you think we'll sell it? And then yes, three years down the road, you'll both it. go. <laughs> so William Heaven Hill purple label. Yeah, seventy eight percent corn, ten percent rye, twelve percent barley. Um, and with all that proof in there, it's just gotta drink so easy. Rolling down the list, we're getting to the end, Dan. We've we got two, two lift. What are we two lifting? <laughs> <laughs> We've got to lift some weights. Um what do you got, buddy? Um so uh let's go back to Buffalo Trace for a minute. Uh any of the E.H. Taylor special releases. Mm, like uh, so you can wood. have like Warehouse C, Season Wood, Four Grain, Tornado Surviving, Door Slightly Ajar, uh, <laughs> you know, Ketchup Packet in your Somebody French farted fries. too hard. You know, all the releases. <laughs> yeah, all the releases. Uh, <laughs> this one was rolled wrong. You know. <laughs> I've never. Oh my E.H. Taylor. I've never tried it. I've, I've held a bottle of it in my hand, but I would love to one day be able to try the E.H. Taylor 18-year marriage. Me too. Absolutely. Um, you're never going to find a tornado surviving outside of Justin's house of bourbon where they're going to want your first kid, your kidney, your right testicle, your house, maybe your car, and your smoking hot wife. Joke's on them. I don't have any of that, and I'll still take it. You have a house. Aren't we supposed to do an episode with them? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I mean, You're exactly any, right. anything in those cases, exactly I mean, you, right. you if it really doesn't have do, a price tag, just assume the worst. Is that a, what you're saying? A good businessman will price something what people will pay. Yeah, that's true. 
Yep. And he's I've gonna seen, have somebody that comes in there and pays yes. it. But you know what? I've seen Bob. And there was a bottle missing. I don't remember what bottle it was. Uh, it was a George T. Stag. <clears throat> but it was gone. It was gone. I was like, and you know somebody, what? And I, I think I even told you. Look, Someone somebody bought, bought a bottle out of that stupid <laughs> case. <laughs> now you know what? I think I went in there once and saw one of the, like the giant bottles, one of like the ultra super like hundred hundred ounce. Big jugs, you know what I'm talking about? 100 like the, million, yeah. That has like the rocker yeah. Yeah, to pour it. I think it. I've yeah. seen like one of those missing out of the case because there's just like a huge hole where something should be yeah. and there was nothing there. I'm like, who and how much and why? Why was the big one? Like, that's a lot of money. Okay. If you just have the money, if, you just pull it out of your back pocket and throw tell it at you somebody. What, and uh, say, I mean, it. we had this instance when we were at, uh, at Kentucky Peerless. Um, there was a bachelor party going on. A lot of people come to Louisville to celebrate bachelor parties that really enjoy good bourbon yep. because you could hit a very nice bourbon bar or you could hit Justin's and just buy a nice vintage bottle. Um, and that's anything <laughs> from the dusties that we talked about earlier, because I would love to have, <coughs> sorry, I would love to have an old vintage, um, old granddad 114. Mm, yeah, me too. Um, that was one of the big ones they had a vintage old granddad 114 and the big, big bottle. That's one. Well, yeah, that's one that they pointed out though. That was on the shelf. In the cave, in the cases that is more affordable is what he said. So yeah. I'm expecting around like eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars yeah, for that is, big of a bottle. Probably. It might be worth it. Well, no, it's only a fifth. Oh, is it? Yep. So we're all going in on that next time, right? <sighs> no, you're going in on it. Dan's but, birthday is coming up next year. But oh. anyway, um, so Aaron, <laughs> he's got one the year after that. Too, I know, Jake. right? <laughs> but that one, the one next hey, year is closer it, than the others. Let, let me put it this way. We are not ever guaranteed another birthday. So drink good bourbon while you can. That's a great quote. Here, here. Anyway, Aaron, what do you My got turn? for your next to last bottle? My next to last is go ahead and hit it. Go ahead and do it. Blanton's straight from the barrel. Mm. Oh, I've missed um, that. So oh, yeah. the um all of Let's you go. know and, and and just so everybody is aware, I made my Aaron list loves Blanton's and I wrote <laughs> Blanton's straight from the barrel first at number five. So all of you taters out there can tate. I did put Blanton's number five on my list again, but this is straight from the barrel, not not regular old horsey bottle. I think Blanton's and and I think what it the reason why I put straight from the barrel on my list it's is because so he didn't that want way, to put regular blends like he really wanted to. No, because <laughs> if you drink straight from the barrel, you're going to appreciate that is a that is One, a good Blanton's. You got to be really strong. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to like bourbon. Yeah, um, you got to be able to lift a whole barrel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Jake! It's 136 proof. Um, it's great, uh, but I think what it will do is kind of like the Pappy. It will allow you to. Appreciate what Blanton's is, um, the straight from the barrel. The rest of it, I'm just not a fan of. Um, yeah. I think it's overhyped, um, and I've always said that. Still will. Um, I will never put a Blanton's in a blind flight again. Yeah, um, unless your wife it. or daughter put it there. Because you'll but choose it anyway. So yeah, Blanton's straight from the barrel. Jake, what do you got? Blanton's regular Blanton's regular old horsey bottle. Regular gotta, old horsey bottle. I mean, you got to try it if you've never had it. If you're about to, I mean, if you're thinking about before you die, you got to have some. You got to try well, that. And holy, again, holy grenade. Again, this all leads back to the whole thing where you know you get those people who are fresh into the bourbon game, and like me and Dan, whenever we first got into the bourbon game, Blanton's was the be all end all. The oh my god, the holy hand grenade. 
That's the one you can't find, and the, it's cheap. The left-facing yeah. horse, the right-facing horse. You got the you horse got, that with his head underground. See, you got the you letter got B. You got the entire B-L-A-N-T-O-N. Where's the apostrophe S. horse? That's I what, what I want to know. Say, Where's the apostrophe horse? Does Not to sound like a fogey, but when I started drinking Blanton's, nobody gave a shit about that stuff. Nobody <laughs> knew it had all those different you know things. Back in 2011, it would sit on the bar for like two or three years. And sometimes I would go to a bar and I'd say, hey, can I get a Blanton's? And they'd be like, what the hell is that? And I'd have to show the bartender what that, that is. You see that hand grenade back there? Yeah. That. Really? That's true. Mm-hmm. Wow. At least in Tuscaloosa, was, Alabama. Maybe not in Kentucky, well, but in Tuscaloosa, so they didn't, Alabama, yes. They didn't know what the Lord's juice was. <laughs> See, the thing is, and even when I worked at Big Red Liquors here in Indiana, um, in, in, back in my college days, we had Blanton's on the shelf all the time. No one cared. Good luck I mean, finding it on the shelf now. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. But, yeah, no, if you're if you're just getting into the game, that's a uh, that's an allocated, air quotes again, bottle that you got to try. So we're into the last bottle, gentlemen. Absolutely. I have, I have two. Oh, yeah, you got one almost more. Almost into the last. So let oh, me get oh, one more. Okay. Get let him get one more. Um I always jump the gun. I'll be a little more specific with this one, but um uh to make it broad, Jack Daniels um barrel proof single barrels. Um I really want to try the new one, the Quite Coy Hill. Absolutely. Um but I think all of the Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proofs really show what that mash bill can do. And what that company can do, mm-hmm. and uh, and let's face it, it's bourbon. They can call it bourbon. Tennessee whiskey because that's what they want. It's bourbon. It's and a bourbon a, mash bill. And a shout out to Nearest Green, who really created that mash bill and has not had near enough credit for that through the years. Um, but I think what Jack Daniels is doing with their single barrel programs is fantastic, and it's it's just not the same as what you're used to from Jack Daniels. So if you have not tried those, um, try one. If you know where I can find the new one. Uh, uh, hook your boy up. <laughs> hook your boy up. What Support is, now, local. It, what was the name of it? It's the Coy Hill. Hill. Coy Hill. And Coy. so C-O-Y. C-O-Y. Oh, I've got to get a hold of that. My great, great grandfather's name was Coy. Really? Yeah. And all I could think Coy was Quaaludes. So it's going to be various proofs ranging from about 138 to 148.3 is the highest you can get. Yeah. That's the one I want. Yeah, I want the, I want the as big as I can get. Um, Never mind. We'll talk about that later. So, Dan, mm-hmm. you want to repeat yourself? We're into the final one. Oh, yeah. Down to the final bottle. So now we are actually into the final final bottle, the final countdown. If I had to. Yeah. So we can do it without getting sued. All right. Sorry. So, Jake, why don't you start us off? What is the last bottle you got? Well, I'm sure everybody saved a big name for theirs. I did not. (laughs) I don't know what you guys had that you were saving for last, but for me, it was a finished bourbon. Hmm. Anybody have any guesses? Rabbit hole. Yeah, it was. It was Rabbit Hole Derringer. But you're sitting right beside me and could probably see my phone from half a mile away. Would have never guessed because you haven't <laughs> said Rabbit Hole yet and all you want is Rabbit Hole Cast Strength Hair, uh, Hoggle, whatever. You're damn right called, I so. do, and I won't forget it until I try it. Shit. Man, I've, I've heard about it for about seven months. I'm about tired of hearing about it. What are you talking it. about? I haven't seen you in a month. Well, I still heard about it in my sleep. Well, that's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat it 17 times right in your ear before you I, leave. I can, I can just hear your alarm clock in the morning. Rabbit Hole Cast Strength <laughs> Uh, so Derringer, but, yeah, Derringer. I mean, it's it is a it's a, one of their more expensive offerings, but it's a finished bourbon, and it, for me, it it hits those sweet notes that Michael was talking about. But you also get that good finish on the end of it that rounds it out. To me, it is a pretty. It was one of the first bourbons I tried as an adult that I was like, I could get behind this. 
and I was about it. I was about the Derringer. I started making a cocktail based all around that bourbon because of the sweet notes and because of the good finish and everything else. And it, I guess it holds a special place in my heart because yeah. first distillery I visited, first bourbon I actually tried, one of the first ones I bought as a legal adult by myself because I didn't drink from 21 to like 27 at yeah. all. Because it wasn't cool anymore. Well, it, yeah, exactly. That too. But <laughs> you, you hit know, 21 and now so you just walk of, in and buy it. You're there's like, a lot whatever, of stuff that whatever. runs down the line and I just didn't want to take that chance of getting into it and then really having issues. But <laughs> come to find out that I just don't, I could hunt, but as far as actually sitting there and just drinking all night, no, that's not. Mm. I drink when I'm around my peeps, and that's you guys. But other than that, I'm not much of a drinker. I mean, yeah. once I leave here, I call out people on WBS, but About as far it. as sitting down and enjoying a drink, every now and then I'll have like a pour, but maybe once or twice a week, that's about it. My turn? Your turn. I mean, I guess. All right, so mine is way off, way off the beaten path. That's awesome. Okay, so here's what I think. Is it beaten Before biscuits? you die... I think you should come to Kentucky, go to the Rick House. It doesn't matter where. It could be Buffalo Trace. It could be a craft distillery. It could even it be could Jay be Mattingly. Anywhere. And I think you should thieve whiskey straight from the barrel yes. into your glass and enjoy a, a, a pour in Kentucky in a Rick House. And maybe not. Maybe not Kentucky. Maybe it's Texas. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's Colorado. Indiana. Maybe it's Indiana. It's where Maybe you it's can Washington. get to. Get to a Rick House. Las Vegas. Get to a Rick House. Thieve some bourbon, whiskey, rye, scotch, straight from the barrel with somebody who works at the distillery. Preferably, it'd be really cool. Bonus points if you get the master distiller to do it with you. But enjoy some whiskey in a Rick House. It's a special yeah. moment for sure. And when that master distiller thieves that whiskey and puts it in the glass and then puts some in his glass and you toast and drink and to see his face or her face, right? I mean, nowadays it used to be his, but now Their lots face. of women getting in the game. Um, so Little Jane, man. Man. Old Forrester with Jackie's eye can. Four right. roses too. Is it not right now? No. No? But good, mm. good try. What am I thinking of? Um, mm, old Forester with Jackie's eye candy. I know. Mm. All right. Anyway, that's Dan's so deathbed wish. I went, I went all the way through. Dan, you're up. I'm up. Well, my last one, I did kind of save a heavy hitter for the last one. Um, so pop. all hail the king. king. King of Kentucky, baby. King of Kentucky. That was on my honorable mentions. Brown list. Foreman coming in hot with this one. You can only get it in Kentucky. Yep. Um, so sorry about you. If you can't get to Kentucky when this is released, um, this is always a crowd favorite for people that enjoy high proof bourbon that have that Brown Foreman. What are you all going crazy over? I, I poured a pretty big pour of my next one. So, oh, okay. Okay. So it went hefty. I mean, it, it, the, for people Not that hefty. enjoy cast strength, just that Brown Foreman, what I call the funk. Yeah. Um, with a lot of added Oak and leather, Mm-hmm. It's perfect. I mean, this year's came in at 14 years old, a mash bill of 79% corn, 11% rye, 10% malted barley. So again, that Michael Irvin high corn mash yeah. bill, but you're going to have to deal with the $250 price tag. But man, I'm telling you right now, this, I've had four different King of, King of Kentucky's now. 
this year's was by far my favorite. Like mm. it, it, it just it knocked it out of the park. Last year's was one of the my least favorite things I've ever drank. Just above Pappy Twenty Three, yeah, because both of them were like licking an oak tree. I was gonna say I didn't get to try last year's, but from all accounts and purposes that I've, you know, people that I've talked to that have had it, they said it's like chewing on bark. That was it. It was literally like I mean sitting by an oak tree and saying, you know what? There's an ant. Let me lick it. Like, I mean, I don't know what else, like how to, it was, it was an oak tree. This year's completely different. Yeah. And that's one thing I like about the King of Kentucky bottles is you never know really what you're going to get. And the uh, full disclosure, I do have one in house. Um, These are very limited, limited bottles. I think I have barrel 27. It was limited to a hundred bottles. Yep. I mean, this is less than probably 600 bottles of King of Kentucky. That's about what it is, 630, 650. 630, 650. So it's less than 1,000. Yep. And it's only distributed in Kentucky. So get here. Absolutely. If if you want to indulge in the King, um, get to Kentucky. All right. We've made our way around the the table, Mr. uh, Irvin. You poured your last one, and I'm staring at it. What is it? Well, this one's not... V1, but um, I've said the word Booker's a lot tonight, but I haven't talked about the regular bourbon. And uh, one bottle that I would like to try before I die is a bottle that was made in honor of the man, the myth, the legend when he died. Booker's B96-C-15 is the Booker No Death Bottle. Um, I have a lot of respect for um, Booker No the Second is his actual name to the point that I actually have the legacy announcement of his death pinned to my phone. It's like a funeral that I never got to go to. I, you know, I read it and everything it says about the man being a football player and you know his love for his family and all of that. Um, I just have a lot of respect for what he did for the industry and his working with um, uh, the you know the the people at Buffalo Trace and the others of you know he was saying you know, let's do small batch. And they were saying, let's do single barrel. And um, what they did together got us to where we are today. So I have a tremendous amount of respect. And since this is Halloween, which is very close to uh, all saints, uh, for those of you who believe in such things, this is a a memorial to him. The the guy who, uh, you know, if you pick up a bottle of bourbon in a liquor store, um, a lot of them are going to be small batch. And that was his idea. I'm not saying he's the first to do it. He was the first smart enough to sell it. And that's just taking a few barrels together, blending them together. So this particular batch was released in 2004 when he died. Um, Last time I checked, they had one at the Willet Bar. um, And I passed up the opportunity to to try one. Um, And I regret that. But it's it's more about just paying respect to um, a family in the industry that, that changed it you know, unlike any other. And um, I would love to try that Booker's B uh, 96-C-15. And uh, if not, any old Booker's will do. <laughs> I love it. What? So if you do get the chance to try it, though, you're not going to let the, you're not going to make that mistake twice. Absolutely. What a way to end the episode. I think uh, we've all talked about um, Pretty cool, and people, all of our listeners get to get into our palette a little bit, see mm-hmm. where we're at. Yeah, um, mine's all over of, the place. We've had a lot of fun uh, doing that. So um, I know that we we all said there that we all had an honorable mention. Instead of like talking a whole lot about them, just say it. Yeah. What are what are a couple of your honorable mentions 
Um, Dan, what do you got? Give so, us one. Uh, old Carter. Old Carter. Great. Old Carter. Is it because your last name's Carter? No, okay. it's not. It just a really good blending project. Any old Carter I've had has been has been very good. Perfect, Michael Elmer T. Lee. Elmer T. Lee. There's your Buffalo Trace on the yeah. honorable mention. There it is. Love it, Jake. Mm, it's, uh, Sazerac Rye. That's a good one. It is. I mean, because it's cheap and you can't hardly find it anymore. Sweet. Aaron. So, um, I'm gonna say this is weird again. Here we go. Anything from Texas. Mm. Texas is getting their their stuff is They're coming is on strong. Coming on strong right behind Kentucky. Um my cousin does a, a Texas whiskey podcast. Um Texas whiskey podcast. So I wanna <laughs> I told him I'd plug it on the next time I was on. So uh look for Jimmy Hayes Nelson, um Texas whiskey podcast. It is great. It's on uh V O K A L dot com vocal dot com dot com. And uh and you can watch the videos and listen to they're on Spotify, but he does a great job. So we're supposed to do a collab with them sometime too, yeah. aren't we? Soon, um, we're next year. Next uh, year? We're going to do a a Kentucky versus Texas. I was going to. He's ask hoping that was like to do Garrison it around around Final Four. We're really hoping, okay. that the national championship Final Four game or Sweet Sixteen, Kentucky and Texas are in there somehow, and we can kind of plan it around that and let's go and whatever. And and he's going to send us. Um, he, so the idea is they're going to send us some Texas whiskey and we're going to send, send them, them some, some Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. bourbon. Are we doing a March madness? We are going to do a March madness. Oh we haven't gosh. discussed it. Yet. <laughs> we're going to we have, have fun. Do we have to fill out a bracket? No, we'll have a bracket. No, we'll have whiskey. a bracket. Like it'll be on the it'll oh, be on bourbon the bracket. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be great. The bourbon bracket. Speaking of which, um, lots of cool stuff happening with the broken cork. So, um, Dan, yep. how can people support the broken cork? So, if you want to support the broken cork for as little as a cup of coffee, we are on Patreon. You can find us at the broken cork podcast on Patreon um, tier levels. Like I said, anything from a cup of coffee to, well, you know, a hundred dollars. And uh, that one's going to get, uh, get a good chance. A lot of good chances next year. Hopefully we'll talk about that here in a second, uh, but we're going to do some barrel picks. Awesome. That one. Michael, where can they find us on social media? Well, the, the social media expert over there. So uh, find us on Instagram at the broken cork podcast. Well, you can find us on Facebook at the broken cork podcast crew. I recently changed that. That's one. what so, it was. Okay. So yeah, it's the broken cork podcast crew on Facebook. Jake, you look like you have a few weeks of pent up rage over there. So how about that Twitter big boy? Uh, honestly, tonight it's not even like the pent up rage. So tonight is just the underscore broken <laughs> underscore cork on Twitter. Sweet. Lackadaisical tonight. Lackadaisical because of that one guy. I, I think it's a twelve-step like, program, ladies it, and gentlemen, I'm and we're to accept it. We finally reached acceptance. There's been a lot going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've all had a little bit going on, but uh, um, last but not least, um, I do want to give a big thank you to. Um, well, do you want to go ahead and just name him? Go ahead. Uh, Brian Brammer and the thief out of Washington state. Um, soon you will be able to view us on another social media outlet. We are coming to YouTube at some point in the future. Hopefully, uh, probably the beginning of the year. I don't know when all the, uh, equipment is coming in, but they are so kindly sponsoring the broken cork to go into YouTube and get into vlogging 
Um, and uh, we will also be doing a lot of barrel selection through them. As I was going to well. say, and we're going to pay them back by giving yeah, them some dang good to, barrels. We're going to give them some dang good barrels. We're going to go all over the place. Um, I'm so, just hoping to pay for my plane ticket out to there so that way I can drive over to Woodenville and get that cash strength. Yeah. We're going to Washington. So thank you um, to our newest sponsor, The Thief. I believe it's Fine Wine and Spirit. Actually, The Thief, Fine Wine and Spirit. Yes, have, somebody has the I, hat. I have a hat behind me. but I would like to get I one I hope I didn't botch that, Brian. But if I did, I'm sorry. But no, yeah, you're the, right. The it's thief, The Thief, Fine Wine, wine spirits. and Spirits. Welcome to the Broken Cork family, and we are so happy that you are with us. But until we're not going to do say all the things we had to do to get that sponsorship. Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> no, we, we really just had to ask. It was such we a just really thing. Was. Yep. So guys, I think that's going to, that's going to do it for us. And that's a long episode too. Honestly, that's a, that's the longest one we've had in recent times. Yeah, it's been a long one and uh, I'm ready to go sit by a fire. I see you got a cigar out there. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to go sit by a fire and have some more bourbon and just enjoy some good time together. So until next time, guys, I'm Dan. I'm Aaron. I'm Michael. I'm Jake. Reminding you. Keep your bar stocked. Your glass is full. And your minds. On the pulse of America's national spirit. <laughs>